All right. Here we go. I want to play a game. Fuck the prime time, bitch! It's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled one good scare, huh? They will say that I have shed innocent blood. What's blood for, if not for shedding? Do you want to die, Sydney? Don't fall asleep. Little pigs, little pigs, let me come in. This is the opposite of important podcast. This bitch. Yeah, buddy. That's the sizzle reel. This right is there. it. This is our Halloween episode. We're here. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Let's uh, one, two, three. Ah, there we go. Not sponsored by Monster. No, nope. but we're drinking them anyway. Also, I don't know if you know this, but I've got Monster on my shirt. Yes, you do. R.E.M., the album, Monster. There you go. Yeah. Whew. That was a good opening. This is Halloween. This, this is, is Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> 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 Unplanned. We're all there. Unplanned. We're, we're all there. Happy Halloween, my friend. Yes, happy Halloween. That was fun. It's kind of a strange Halloween this year. Yes. Because not a lot of people are going out and doing <sighs> stuff. This is the year to do it. Yeah. Because it lands on a Saturday. Yeah. And then time falls back. Yeah. So you get an extra hour drinking in theory. And a full moon. But unfortunately, one of the creepy things that we have to deal with is the fact that there is a pandemic. Pandemic. That is trying to kill us all. <laughs> yes. Trying to kill us How do you like those dark ominous tones in the background i think that's a good overlay. Like that? yeah nice just it'll, makes it'll slowly fade don't worry it just it's makes not, everything sound so good though. i know it's good. not here for the full episode yeah i promise you Whoa. however if you have something really scary to say now's the time mike pence was in des moines oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's, that was today? Yeah, it was today at like 1.30. Oh. So it was the airport, same mm-hmm. thing. It's like, no. <laughs> and then uh, someone I was talking to, I'm like, um, just to put this in perspective, you are physically closer to him than I am right mm-hmm. now. So live with that information in your head. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, I think it's gone. It's leaving. <sighs> Biden's oh. coming. I don't know where. Friday. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know where though. Don't worry, we're not going to talk about politics all episodes. It was ominous. We, we are. We're we're going to get to actual like Halloween related stuff. Oh, there's my wolf. Howling. On cue. On cue. <laughs> um, I don't know if that got picked up. But yeah, I don't know, man. That's just kind of. I don't know where he's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We're just in Iowa, and we're well. The thing excited. is, with being near Ames, a lot of times they end up coming around Ames. So that could be that could be a thing. I would say he might hit up Des Moines. You think so? Yeah. Another airport? He's been doing some, you know, I'm not sure. But he's been doing some drive-in rallies mm-hmm. where everyone's in their car, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you hear him call Trump George? 
No. The other day. Uh, he called him like at the debate, like Abraham Lincoln. He did. Yes. That was a thing that <laughs> happened. Abraham Lincoln. But, but there was definitely a time where he referred to him as George W. <laughs> George W. Bush. I missed yeah. that. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so give it a year and a half. President Kamala Harris. There, well, there you go. <laughs> you never That's know. the key. That's almost how the ending of How I Met Your Mother worked out. You never know. Like, and I hope that's not the case because I really like Joe Biden. I mean, he isn't my top choice, yeah. but he's the one that I'm left with. Yeah. So there we go. Yep. I do not wish him ill will. Right. If that but checks out. Fail forward. Fail forward to Kamala, I suppose. Kamala. I haven't, I haven't even tried this yet. It's, it's the pink one. It's juicy. <clears throat> Monster pipeline punch, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, not bad. That's not bad. No. Mm-mm. Oh wait. Okay, now it's passed. Yeah, I had to wait for it. It's <laughs> good stuff. I need you to tell me a Halloween story, Joe. Halloween. It was I don't know ninety five. Yeah, I was probably wearing a pumpkin suit. Uh, <laughs> We've discussed that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ah, Halloween, man. What's another good Halloween one? We talked about haunted houses. That was great. <clears throat> Uh, man, we talked about being drunk. I don't know. Yeah, that's most of my. We adult. do that a lot. Uh, kid stuff. I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have any? Just memories that are barely there from when you were a kid, like whether it be trick or treating or really any time of year. That I have. I have some memories that when I I think about them, it's. It's just so long ago that it seems like it wasn't even me. You know, I remember yeah. I remember trick-or-treating in Alden, Iowa. Hmm. Like one of the smallest towns in existence. Not even just in Iowa. Just one of the smallest towns. And I, I just have these memories of going up and down the street for trick-or-treating. But something must have happened or something impacted me so much that I can remember doing that but surrounding that activity i remember nothing for like a year in either direction like, but know. but but i just i i can remember being outside going from house to house nothing weird yeah. happened i think one of the houses gave me a caramel apple oh yeah those are like the worst yeah <laughs> I, I i i wasn't to the point in my life where i could appreciate caramel apples and we weren't at the point as a society that we frowned upon caramel apples being given out by right. older people it's what's the weirdest weird. thing you've gotten on halloween uh besides blade biblical <laughs> i don't know biblical stuff <laughs> yeah yeah okay you know like we went to one i went to our friend tatton that we had on the show i know him yeah uh we went trick-or-treating in college Mm -hmm. acted like high school kids okay whatever did it work well yeah that was where i think repeat stories but uh that's when we uh went we had cardboard cutouts of obama this was 08 yeah okay so we had obama and mccain because those two were going so i hate to blow your mind here yeah but that was like exactly 12 years ago yeah yeah almost to the day almost yeah blows your mind so we had like a little cardboard cut out of each other's faces of i had obama he had mccain right hey mm-hmm. what if we went house to house and like they voted with candy you know that's mm-hmm. a great idea let's do it okay and uh it worked out pretty fun but then one house was 
a little bit non like <laughs> if you hate Halloween so much, shut off your light. Right. Cause she had like this tray that had like fabric in it. Okay. And then had a whole bunch of like uh like mini Bibles and like oh. gold coins that had like the Lord's Prayer on it. We're like, thank you. You know how many candy <laughs> bars you could have gotten with that money? I know. Twing. Honestly. Yeah. So, I mean, that was maybe the weirdest thing, I guess. You could have just, just pretended like, that they were doubloons. Yeah. I remember, okay, the, yeah, I guess here's the thing that I never touched on was uh, my dad used to have house parties okay. at Halloween. Like, in the house you know my parents' house. Yeah. We had, like, a live band in the living room. Like, it was rad. I was, like, eight. I don't know. Like, I That's remember that. Cool. Was it just that. somebody that he knew? It was. Or was it a big blowout? It was a big, for... like, bunch of people from work, a bunch of friends from growing up. Okay. Just like, yeah, it was a thing. Like, we tried to get our sleep and people were still there at 4 a.m., <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, yeah, people from work would show up and we had a live band, which was someone who kind of knew uh, my dad at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And their band, oh, what was it? Uh, they would change their name every single year. Yeah. They were just kind of that type of band that they weren't big. People knew they them. didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're like, well, if we change your name every year, then at least we stay creative. <laughs> and if people didn't like us, they would, you're not that band from last year. Like, no, no, we're not. No, <laughs> <Totally different>. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> That's great. So they played and they full trap set guitars, like the floor pedals and wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so just like picture every single living room that was just kind of packed. And okay. it was really fun. We like got rid of the furniture. We just kind of adjusted the carpet on the floor and it's all wood floors. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing in there. And then, uh, yeah, they rocked the night. And Sweet. I remember we, I was going down like the main staircase we have and the band was playing turning Japanese and I'm like, that's a rocking song. And just a bunch of people. Just like the, the, whole you're you know, a witch and you're dancing and you're was it ever was it ever substantiated that that song was about masturbation i heard about that in high school but i i feel i was wondering if that was one of those things because a lot of people thought that what what was the song blister in the sun oh uh, yeah I, that it, it was like a similar premise, but then the the artist of Blister in the Sun, um, is it Violet Femmes? Who was it? Uh, who was that? I I can't remember. Uh, I'm not. I, I've got to let it go. I can't focus. The on, tape is out. I, here. I know. I usually something like that. I'll I'll just sit there and focus on figuring out who that is until the end of time. But I'm moving on. Uh, they they came out and said, yeah, that's not. Well, I don't know why everybody thinks that, but that's not what that's about. But more power to you if you think that, I suppose. But Turning Japanese, I thought, was definitely that. But it's one of those songs that I feel like I could sing well at karaoke because I I host karaoke so often that that I want to do new shit. I'm always pushing myself to try something else and not just... I, I, I'm sure that people don't care. The the people that come out to the bar, they probably don't care if I sing the same thing over and over, but I get so bored. And then if I've done the song so many times, I can't 
have fun th- with th- it. This yeah. is so stupid. But yeah, I, I, I have, there's like no feeling behind yeah. it. Like, and uh, I, so I want to do new stuff, but I thought about that one. I want to say before it would have been before quarantine, before shit got real mm-hmm. in March. Mm-hmm. And I had like a 10 minute conversation within myself figuring out, first of all, would it be inappropriate to do that if that's what the song's about? And secondly, would it be inappropriate slash racist to sing in front of everybody because of the notion of the stereotype of Japanese Because you have people. a lot of Japanese coming into the bar. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, but well, that's the thing is that, yeah, I'm probably not going to encounter anybody that would be offended by it. Right. But I don't want to be that guy that's oh, just yeah. doing it because, well, nobody here is going to care. So, I Well, I don't know. It's kind of one of those songs where it's kind of on the, I don't know. It's any song can be offensive if you yeah. look into it, you know, um, you know, there's uh little John and the East side boys, you know, and they're yelling out, ah, skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but, that's, but then you don't, I guess that's, yeah, but you that's, just don't know. that's sex stuff. Yeah. And, but you still that's all know. over the place. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, you know, somebody getting a uh, girl's getting up there or a guy for that matter. I, I suppose I'm, I'm not going to be picky uh, getting up there and singing like side to side by yeah. Ariana Grande or, or a WAP or but WAP or for some you know, reason, the vagina song. But for some reason, when it comes, when you put it in music, it just, for some reason it doesn't like it doesn't matter in a so weird I should way. do it I say you do it I mean like I'm I got not your saying picture. yeah I got your picture <laughs> because you will know that people are singing it and like enjoying it and there's a reason why they made that album I want a place. doctor to yeah. take your picture <laughs> so I can look at you from inside as well Whoa. yeah see it's weird I remember that it's a weird thing but who I mean come on I'm turning and I'm turning and I'm turning everyone knows that song so it's not like it's, it's in Japanese I think I'm turning you are. I th- I thought about you know. maybe I could push myself to sing a maybe I could do Weird Science by Oingo Boingo. That could work. Um, there's they also have a song called Dead Man's Party, but it's their their songs aren't conventional. They're not a typical layout of a song. And when you have something like that, it can. I mean, Weird Science is kind of like that. It's a little bit more poppy, but. It, it makes it harder to, to memorize yeah. when it's like that. And that's the that was the worst part for me when, like, I was a fan of R.E.M. back in the day, but I never dove into their discography until, I don't know, six, seven years ago. Huh. And when I did, it was the hardest music to memorize the lyrics to. Mm-hmm. Because in a lot of the songs, there's there's maybe no chorus, or they break the rule about when the chorus would be in the song. But it made it all that much more satisfying and made me feel <laughs> like a level of achievement yeah. once I finally <laughs> like, knew. That's a lot of, of repetition. Yeah. And you're like, God, what'd they say, man? Yeah. yeah. And but- and for R.E.M., there was no lyric sheets Mm-mm. back in the day. And Michael Stipe would even say, it, the lyrics are whatever you feel like they are. Like, okay. Like, 
Are they though? So if you hear it wrong, <laughs> or, or could you just just tell me? Yeah. Just to, it's like, did you ever watch uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Not really. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, fuck you. This story's not going to make any sense. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you anyway. People might know, but but La- Larry David is at a like a private concert for yeah. Alanis Morissette, and there was this song called "You Ought to Know," and it, it was always rumored that the song was about Dave Coulier uh-huh. from Full House. And so there's a whole thing in the in the show where he he catches her and he's just like, hey, that song, I mean, is this about like so and so or maybe he was just asking who who is this song about? And she was like, ah, you know, don't worry about it, whatever. And so finally he breaks her down and she says, well, I guess it would be nice to tell somebody. Uh-huh. And. <laughs> <laughs> so you find out what the <laughs> the hidden meaning is. I don't know. It just reminded me of that. Anyway, it's good. I digress. I don't know when we're going to do this, but I do have some more movie trivia. Sweet for you. Oh man, uh, you tell me when your body is ready. Yeah, does that sound good? Anytime. Yeah. Nice. What else do we need to watch this season? Scary uh, movie wise. Well, I'm really disappointed that I haven't watched more Nightmare on Elm Street. True. I mean, there's only, you know, six, seven, eight of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, th- I sent you the link of the filming locations. Yeah, I haven't. That worked, was cool. I haven't worked my way through that one. Uh, I need to finish it. Yeah, I did start watching it, though. Yeah. Once I because because I'm fancy with my Apple stuff, it uh-huh. showed up on my yes. computer. And so that's when I clicked it and started watching. Yeah, it. there's so many good like. That's what I've been getting into is the filming mm-hmm. locations of movies. Mm-hmm. And there was one where this guy finds in 2009, uh, Friday 13th Killer Cut came out. Mm-hmm. And he went to those filming locations. Nice. And he found out, like, he's like, right here, here's the lake. And uh, this little camping area, if you remember in the very beginning, just a bunch of teenagers die. Yeah. You know, it's kind of cool, but whatever. I um, love it when teenagers die. See? It's very cool. It was like the cold open in a way. And, uh, he's going all around and it's like this is this scene this is this scene and uh then they find the campground and the lake and Ah. they're driving in someone's truck i don't know where it's at but it's allegedly or it's on private property so he's like well people think that this is open land but they never Mm -hmm. ask it's just yes it looks like it's kind of a park but it's actually private property so they're in this guy's truck you know so obviously they got permission and they're just kind of driving down this road and it's like pulling up he's like up right there and they're like Oh my God! There's the lake. That's the opening wow. shot, and they show it, and it's just—it still hasn't changed for. That's awesome. Since '09. That's cool. Yeah, so it's just like shit like that. I'm just like, oh, it's still there. Oh my God, you know. Uh, I think what I'm gonna do instead of us having a whole segment, I'm just gonna sprinkle them in. All right. What do you think? Let's do that. Good idea. Yeah. All right. We're gonna do movie number one here. Here we go. All right. You tell me what movie this is. And you win respect, Joe. All right. Here goes. Hello, Reagan. I'm a friend of your mother's. I'd like to help you. You want to loosen the straps? Exorcist? The Exorcist. Yeah. Well played. I'm like, okay, the fly gave it away. And then the scratchy voice. I'm like, ooh. I see. Let's listen. Well, then yeah. let's introduce ourselves. I'm Damien Karras. And I'm the devil. Now kindly undo these straps. If you're the devil, why not make the straps disappear? That's much too vulgar display of power, Karras. 
<laughs> Where's Reagan? In here with us. Ooh, excellent. That's a Leslie Nielsen movie we need to watch called Re- <laughs> Repossessed. <laughs> the Exorcist. It's called Repossessed, and it, it, and it makes when fun did of the that? Exorcist. When did that come out? Repossessed, maybe mid-90s. Okay. Because he was still kind of old Leslie Nielsen. Didn't he also do Dracula Dead and Loving It? Mm-hmm. That was also him. <laughs> yep. I was still That's him. funny. <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey's on cameo now as Dracula Godfrey. Oh gosh. Still 250 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like 130 or 140. No, no. But I was I was just scrolling through seeing what they had. I was bored last night. And yeah, so he I don't know if his other one is still active, but he definitely has one that just says Dracula Godfrey. <laughs> it's pretty I, great. I'm Dracula. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. And then I saw Steve Gutenberg was on there. Uh, I saw him. I don't know if you know who he is. That sounds familiar. He was in Police Academy. Yes, yes. And, that's right. Yeah. yeah Mahoney. Stuff. Yep. That's Mahoney. right. That's yeah, right. he looked he looked different. <clears throat> just like mm-hmm. I wasn't because he has a younger photo on there and then you go well, to click. Yeah. And he just kind of looks <laughs> you know, just <laughs> Hi, paper cameo. That's actually the scariest thing about this season is aging. Yeah. Is aging. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you one more. Aging. This uh, uh Yeah, exactly. Here, let me back 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 it up. You ready? Set. All right. Only one problem. What? This. I didn't think anybody could hurt me. But last night I got shot. If you know it, save it to the end. Know something? It hurt. It hurt like a son of a bitch had even bled. And why is that, John? You're turning human. What? The more time you spend in that body, the more human you become. You mean I have to live out the rest of my life in this body? No fucking way! You got me into this, you get me out. Uh, mm. Nothing's tripping. I'm tripping. trying to. I I did, with the exception of maybe two in here, and you did get the other one faster than I thought you would. Yeah. So maybe it was the like you said the subtle sound effects that gave it away. But I am trying to stump you a little bit more on these. They're not gonna. I'm not. I'm not handing you the gold prize <laughs> on this. All right. So let's dissect it. Someone's body. Yeah. This guy's stuck in a body, and he didn't think that the body could bleed. But it did. So if a body couldn't bleed, but then while it was turning into a human, what kind of body might that be, Joe? Hold on here. Are we talking, are they dead or are they possessed? Hold on. Ah, the, the body is kind of inhabited. It's kind of kind of possessed by be- this guy. And so this person that the 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 bad guy is talking to helped him achieve some guy named John. Yeah, but he's not important. The guy that's important and the name of the movie starts with C. Ah. It's going to be stupid, obvious. (laughs) 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 All right. Not only does it start with C, but he used to be called 
Charles, I believe. Was it Chucky? It was Chucky. Okay. I went, there it is. That was a guess in there. There I'm it like, is. That doesn't sound like him. Or Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because he's not saying his one-liners sure. that are tossing in profanity. I was thinking it was a different tone of like range mm-hmm. that I was listening to. I'm like, mm. When he gets shouty, he's a little more... The high pitched. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like, that's not, that doesn't sound like Chucky, but okay. Mm-hmm. I should have gotten that one a little quicker. When was the first time you watched Child's Play? Were you a kid? I'm not even sure I've necessarily seen it all the <gasps> way through. It's, it's one of those where it was just kind of pieces. Here I think I watched the first three, and I think I might remember the first two. Okay. There was one of them where they ended up in like a factory with all the dolls. I don't think that was the first one. I could be wrong. And that was the start of Toy it, Story. It's all, <laughs> it is always interesting to go back and watch the first movie versus like the fourth or fifth and see how, especially in horror, how typically the first one takes itself more seriously. Well, yeah, they got to prove the themselves. Right. They got to make money on the film. But I mean, yeah. you compare fucking Freddy's Dead to. Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. And Freddy takes way more liberties and is and like putting out those one-liners as fast as he can. Mm-hmm. Did you catch the two in yeah. the in the intro? Oh yeah. Uh so the first one was Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then the other one was from uh I think it I think it was from Freddy's Dead. Yeah. And there's this girl that's kicking the shit out of him because she's into martial arts. And his line that he says is, Kung Fu this bitch. Kung Fu this bitch. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, that's too great of a line to pass up. I'm going to put this in. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Did did you recognize all the things in the intro? Yeah, you had a lot of stuff, though. So there was Saw at the beginning. And he had Freddy. Then Freddy. Then uh, after that, there was, oh, man, I, I don't know the order, but there was a clip from Candyman in ah. there. There was a clip from, uh, 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 I almost said the wrong name, uh, The Grudge. Yeah. And the Grudge. Uh, the Shining. Yes. Was in there. And then another Freddy at the end because I'm obsessed. And then there was one other one. What was it? I forget. It's okay. It doesn't matter. But I was having fun yeah. pulling up all of those. That was fun. And, th- and then I took some non-copyright music and and kind of mixed it all together. It's yeah. Like, no, nope, I'm not getting pulled for this. Well, nah, it's fine. It's fine. Then they hum. Right? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Dark, ominous, ominous. dark, ominous tones. Yes. That's the key to a scary podcast. Dark, right? ominous tones. Mm-hmm. In theaters this Friday. <laughs> what? You sound like Jigsaw. Uh, yeah, Jigsaw. John Kramer. Mm-hmm. Tobin Bell. He's never been. He's been in like a couple other things. But if you go to his internet movie database, it's like some voice work. Yeah. Uh, he did some shit in the seventies, or I don't know what exactly. Drugs. But then it was just like saw, 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 and then he's like, ah, I'm good. And he wasn't even in like half of them either. Who directed Saw, the first one? That's a good question. That is a good question. I have no idea. Should I look it up? Yeah. That All was right. on, uh, That yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a fun, I should go back and watch it. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, your boy, uh, you met someone from Saw. 
Oh, yeah. Carrie Elwes. Yes, that's right. All right. Okay. Yep. James Wan. James Wan. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because because of him or whatever casting director, it catapulted him to much like a lot of other movies and actors. But if he was relatively unknown before that, and then he just became the face of this character. Mm-hmm. Do they do they show him in the first movie? Or is it just his voice? Jigsaw? Yeah. They they show him. They do show him. Okay. Yep. So it's been a long the last time yeah. I watched that movie was probably when it was released on DVD. Like Remember the clear 05. DVD case that it came yeah, in? It had like yeah. Hand stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so what you don't know until later is you see Spoiler him. alert. Yeah. Fast forward 15. Right you see him in the hospital. Oh. As a patient. Yes. And he's just on the bed. Yeah. Whatever. But no one really, you don't notice that detail until mm-hmm. it's called back for you. And then at the very end, he's in, you know, uh, he's the guy in the middle. And then he gets up and takes off his little skull cap, and and then he's like, "Um, the key to your shackles are in the in the tub." Mm. And that was the very first shot of the movie was the key fob going right down. Ah, the yes. So you're like, what? What? Like, was there another thing like outside of that room? Was there another test? Was there another trap? Or was he yeah. just free to go if once he, you know? Well, that was the first one, right? That was the first movie. But then when. Because it shows him leaving the room at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was there something else? Well, that's the thing, because then Saw 2 comes out. And then mm-hmm. for a while there, every movie kind of followed Saw 2. And it turned into, it started with a group of people who didn't really know, mm-hmm. you know. Because in the first movie, it was so doctor and then the other guy. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of, okay. And then Shawnee Smith. Right? Yeah. And it was just like, I don't know. So then the second movie and forward it was just like six eight people that were like well i don't know you how do we there's got to be a way we know each other you know and let's figure uh-huh. it out but they're all there for some reason because like oh this guy did this and so fuck you you know and then they it's kind of like willy wonka that's my thing is it's where it kind of you can compare it to uh willy wonka because yeah. there's a set amount of people and then they go to the next room and there's one less person they go to the next room there's one less person yeah and you do some sort of thing where like oh no like you have to inject this you have to get through here but don't get poked with needles and, yeah you know so then uh, the third fourth fifth kind of followed suit with group of people and they had to try to figure it out and work together and then someone died and then they mm-hmm. managed to go to the next room so they followed that formula yeah a little too long but i mean it was creative to watch what oh for sure <laughs> what was the most cringeworthy thing for you well, in the Saw movies, like the one that when you watched it, I know what I know what mine is. But granted, I haven't seen all the movies. Yeah, and I feel like I remember the ones that like fucked with your head a little bit more. Yeah, and then the ones that you're like, I, what I'm talking about are the ones that when you saw it, you're like, ooh, there, yeah, no good, yeah. no good. Well, the thing is, is uh, I I can go back and watch them. In a different mm-hmm. light because I'm older. And it came out when I was like four. Well, I mean, you like killing people more now. Right. You so know? you can appreciate it. I'm getting twitchy. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I, you know, when I was a teenager, I didn't care. Like, I, gore didn't bother me. Because I, I saw it in a sense of how did they do it in the movie. In production. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, shit. That's okay. How'd they do that? 
okay, someone's got to be hidden and they got to, okay, that makes sense. You know, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of analyzing it from a movie. And that's why I like watching big, like, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Because sure. you just watch it and you're going like, how the fuck they do that? That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Versus everyone else that you go with, they're like, ah! It's like, just mm-hmm. take a step back and like, you know, it's all fake. It's all right. fake, even though your mind fucks with you. So I can go back and watch those as an adult and be kind of like, why am I watching this? Like, I second guess myself. But mm-hmm. uh, I think to answer your question in a long, long road. Oh, I don't um, mind. Saw 2, I think the, oh, there was a pit and it was all syringe needles and mm-hmm. they were just scattered in that pit and then mm-hmm. there was a there was a character that fell into it like fuck you know just picture ah <laughs> first of all i'm pretty sure that that character was shawnee smith that's right yeah because she more spoilers there i apparently there's gonna be a lot <laughs> 50 seconds <laughs> but <laughs> exactly but because then you find out later on that she's an accomplice, yeah. that she's working with him. So then you know that she did that. On like, like, like she knew that she was going to have to do that. Yeah. yeah. But second thing about that, that is mine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the other one was in that I think- one's. I mean, could you could you imagine like yeah. need, needles going in every different direction and you have to jump in? To a pit mm-hmm. of fucking needles, which that was on the DVD extras. It was how they did that stunt. Really? And they got they got they ordered a shitload of syringes in real life, but they all came with needles. So they had to go like fuck ah. you, fuck you, <laughs> take it off. And then what they did in wow. production was they had to put rubber needles on. So it looked like on camera it looked fucking real. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, nah, look, it's just rubber. I'm like, mm, not gonna hurt. But still, oh I was like, God. then they had to do the special effects once she dove in and then came out. So then they had to do she, all. She the, had to pull them out as well. Right. Well, they had to do like that. the. Well, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah. But yeah, so they had to do like the prosthetic. Like she's being poked with all yeah. these, you know. So that was no, a fun one. That but, uh, that one is by far like, the most cringeworthy scene for me. There was in another the Saw one, movies. Saw four or five or something where uh, someone's injected with a, a poison, but then the ant antidote, yeah, uh, antidote, yeah, yeah, um, is in this glass box. Okay, and it's sitting like on a little tray, so you're supposed to reach your hands up. Yeah. But those little things are blades. Mm-hmm. So when you pull your hands, it's like fucking. It's, yeah. So you can get your hands in there. Yeah, but, get, but in order to pull your hand out, you're scraping uh, everything. Yeah. And yeah. I know it's fake, but it's still just like, what would I do in that situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one with table saws and like it was a table saw. They I had to reach I your remember hand this one. through. This was like, this is either four or five. So, so they were there. forced to saw their hand in half to get to a key to take out the key yeah it was or it was like an off switch or something like that so they're like you gotta do like oh my gosh so that was like still you take a step back and you're like how did okay so the prosthetic arm and it's like all right okay but still the idea of it's like what who dreams up this idea because that's what got me when i'm older yeah was as a kid, I didn't give a shit. And I'm like, oh, it's entertainment, whatever. Huh? Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, someone came up with this idea, put it on paper. <laughs> what kind yeah. of fucked up 
you know, which I don't care because it is what it is. But yeah. it's still just like someone wrote this down, pitched it and went, yeah, let's, let's Bru- make it. Yeah. Like, and then it gives other people ideas in the future. Like, okay. wow. Oh, well. I got another clip for you. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it. All right. Name this movie. Little houses and things. Mm-hmm. And this used to be your house. Why do you want to scare everybody? Well, we wanted to frighten you so you would move out. <laughs> I know it. You sure? You know yes, the I do. Is very well. My father bought this place. He never walks away from equity. Why don't you leave? We can't. We haven't left the house since the funeral. Yep. You guys really are dead. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. One more time. Beetlejuice. It's showtime. Oh, shit. Three times. Was it two? Or, it was three or something. Beetle, yeah, it three was three. God, yeah. That was like. And Beetlejuice is a constellation. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's a it's a constellation in the in the stars. Oh, OK. I've but it's it. spelled differently. Yeah. But then there was a whole thing about how they needed to change the spelling for the movie. Because I think it's G-U-I. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw a filming location of a video of that. Really? Yeah. That's so same guy, one of the same guys I sent you. Uh, this was shot in Vermont. Yeah. I don't know what Like the, the exterior of the house? Well, the exterior of the house is actually a facade. And then they shot the rest inside on a studio. So oh. they went around and they were like, here's the opening shot of the cemetery. So, so this whole scene in the attic is in, in a studio. Yeah, that's in a studio. Yeah. And How so, is that Alec Baldwin? I know. He's so young. Like, have you seen his, like, uh, soap opera days? Holy yes. Lord. Like, he's so skinny. <laughs> but he's just. But, like, you can't. How is that the same person? You can't see Trump in that, you know? It's no. Like, <laughs> but, no. But, uh yeah, so that was shot in Vermont, and the guy shooting it was really knowledgeable about uh, the very beginning of the movie. There's like a service station, and that looks a little bit off nowadays. It just yeah. doesn't look right, you know. And uh, he found like what would be the cemetery. He's like, this little area, this little plot, where they mm-hmm. kind of swoop in with the camera. This would have been the cemetery. Yeah. And then the most impressive part of that that uh, video, like they found the school, school that uh, – Winona Ryder went to and she got her bike. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, that's that building. Right I forgot there. about that scene. It's like, it hasn't changed. And she would have rode her bike down this little pathway. Wow. The, the most impressive part was he started, he started the video with the bridge and he's like, this is the bridge that they drive their car off and that's where they die. Yeah. But in the movie it was covered, you know? And the impressive part about it was at the end of the movie, somehow he's like, this is a ski resort just outside of town. Uh, but what they did was they took the cover of the bridge and they made it into a shed. So the shed's actually right here. Oh, and so, like you would, you'd have to know that or have to know like, and he's like, yeah, that's the original shed from Beetlejuice. Like, or the, at least the wow. covered bridge part. And it's like, how the fuck did you find that? <laughs> you know? So you gotta ask around, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then one of the fun, uh, things uh, related to beetlejuice is what we've been watching on showtime is the comedy store Ooh, did you and did you watch the latest episode i haven't i'm a couple behind but it's like 80 percent rogan okay interesting yeah about him coming back and Perform. basically reviving the comedy store nice yeah yeah so yeah part of that was that uh you know michael keaton 
was a stand-up comic. And he's just one of those actors that like it would be great if he pursued that mm-hmm. at some point. I know he doesn't have to and he probably doesn't want to, <laughs> but like he would sell even yeah. if he bombed. Like, you know. Did did you see him on uh who was it? Uh, it was one of the late night shows. But the because he's been on a he's been on a couple lately because he's got a new movie coming out. But on this particular one, they ask just definitively who was the best Batman according to you? And he's like, me. It's me. <laughs> I, yeah, I started. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's, it, he's clearly kind of joking. Be, yeah, yeah. joking <laughs> around. Like but then, and then in one of the other late night shows, they also bring up Batman because how can you not bring up Batman when Michael Keaton's on? But he talked about how intimidating Jack Nicholson was. Yeah. Just as an actor and being in the same room with him it was pretty cool i could only imagine like here you are just not too far away from the shining you know right (laughs) it's like yeah okay (laughs) less than 10 years yeah for sure and then uh yeah he was on uh yeah yeah or wait wait when did the when did the shining come out uh, maybe that was 77 so it was more than 10 years it would have been about 12 years yeah but still that's pretty i mean it's jack torrance Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do yeah but like uh, i love that story though because it's just like any one of us doing stand up or open mics or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever becomes Batman because like, Hey, I used to, I used to open for that guy. You know, just like, uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like, what a fucking story has it, you know, <laughs> has watching the comedy store, uh, the program. Yeah. Ha- has it made you miss doing stand up? Well, it's a little bit, you know I mean? I know it's picked, up a little bit in the Ames area yeah and uh over at mother's pub and uh you know it's always it's just fun like i know you run into the same guys and most likely you hear the same jokes but mm-hmm. you can kind of be patient it's a gym that's what it is right but in regards you know? to you going up telling a joke and getting that instant feedback yeah. from an audience and not not just all the comedy guys and girls that that are also there to tell their jokes, but just from strangers getting that reaction yeah. from them. Do you, does it make you miss that more, or are you just kind of like, eh, I'm okay? I'll get to it. I mean, yeah. uh, it's hard because uh, uh, I'm not performing or doing like anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not in the plays because the plays aren't really a thing. I and think not, that I think that this satisfies so yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah. You know, trying to do something creatively yeah. and granted we're not really memorizing shit here. No, no, but we're just that's the fun part is it. I don't get that full reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's something funny on like, oh, I'll post this on Facebook, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure you get the likes, but you don't really get like uh I'm You don't st- get the love. I'm still writing some stuff here and there. I mean, I think my it's been kind of put on hold here and there for a bit. I need to go back and perfect some stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, and I, I need to start making more notes too, Yeah, because within the next year, if things do open up a little bit, I do want to go back out there and try some more. Yeah. And that's the thing is you can kind of reflect back and be like, is that punchy enough? Or right. Maybe it can. Okay. But then there's, Punch I have up. like these small nuggets that I send and, uh, you kind of help me write one, uh, 
it was between you, me, and my brother. Because mm-hmm. like I came up with like the premise. Sent Which one? Uh, what was? Yeah, it was. Hold on here, I had it. It's all right. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, where I sent you. <laughs> Uh, is it in my notes? It's, I think it's in my notes. Here we go. What was it about? The when you're watching a TV or a movie or whatever. Yeah. Is it just me or in TV and movies when a character punches in a code on a keypad? You try to memorize <laughs> that shit too, you know. And then that must mean I'm also that person who sees a character on the screen underwater and holds my breath. Mm-hmm. You know, Th- that was that was my contribution. Was, and then my brother added, "I almost died watching Finding Nemo." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so it's just bump. Well, that's bump, cool. So you bump. you sent your brother the first part and then sent him the second part. That I yeah, that's funny. I have like three people I run kind of like. I like it. Okay. Well, that's the thing because you can you can bring it up like that and say, "Do you guys ever find yourself trying to memorize the codes that people are punching in on fucking TV?" Mm-hmm. And, and, then, uh, and and then you sit there and try to figure out how long you can yeah. hold on to it, and then and then you could be like, "So you guys are the same motherfuckers that hold your breath when somebody dives underwater, right? right? <laughs> or the Titanic goes under, like, crap. and and you're pretending <laughs> like, you're Jack." I, I totally do that. Yeah. And then there's like the, you know, you can still get into it a little deeper yeah. of like money, you know, like briefcases full of money. It's like, I have uh, a friend that works at it. That's not 10 grand. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> that's like this. <laughs> there's some shows that <laughs> Becky would watch. Uh, one of them was Numbers. Oh, yeah. You yeah. remember that show? Mm-hmm. There was something on that show that it, they were supposed to be doing something with. Uh, with a computer and like an identification system. And she was well aware that I hated the show. <laughs> I, I couldn't stand it. And there's a lot of shows that I like at the beginning that end up doing something ridiculous. And then I have to check out like bones was that way. Mm-hmm. Castle was that way that at, at the beginning I enjoyed them, but uh, yeah, no way. They, a lot of those, both of those tie back to Joss Whedon. That's weird. Oh, yeah. Uh, because David Boreanaz and then uh, Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did you ever watch Firefly? My brother. It's more into okay. that. I never did. I, I've got it. You should borrow it. It's it's good. I know. Just trust me. Then there's Serenity. Nah, well, I yeah. I mean, Serenity was the movie yeah. after Firefly. So don't watch that first. That's why Simon's named Simon. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's my nephew. Anyway. I like it. <laughs> Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so something happened. Something happened in the show, and they were showing this way that they would identify. And I can't remember what it was, but I watched it, and I looked at my wife, and I was like, "That is the biggest pile of bullshit that I've ever seen on screen. Like that is not how this works. That's not how any of this works." No. And I stormed out. Said, slam the TV. Said, we're never talking again. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I won't slam this TV. No No way. Uh, Bought a new TV. Yes. Yeah. 77 inches of awesome. I like the step, and I don't know how you got to that step, but you're like, um, so I started out hanging. I don't know where I was, but I got a text. Yeah. It was a picture, and it was the 65 inch. Yeah. OLED, and you're like, we have a new member in the family. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'll treat it like it's one of my own. <laughs> yeah. What did I say after that? I and forget. Then you're like, we registered at Best Buy. And like, and <laughs> oh, and then I also tossed in like, and Baby Gap. And Baby Gap, yeah. I was like, okay. And then I see it, and it's like, wow, that's really cool. And it's legit, like, the, it's 
like that. It's yeah. That's how thin it is, people. Like yeah. That's what we're talking about. Crazy oh thin. And so anyway, you're showing it off. It looks cool. Yeah, it's like two centimeters or something. That's a centimeter, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like two. It's a yeah. good grief. And uh, so you're like, uh, well, I mean, they only came in two different sizes. Right. No in between. 65 or 77. Yep. And then we're like. You could go 55, but I ain't no bitch. Why we've we've discussed this. Yeah. I'm not going to get that. Ain't no bitch. No. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just kind of funny. And then all of a sudden I get a text of like, yeah. Um, we're upgrading. I'm like, what? How's mm-hmm. how's the divorce going? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> she okayed it. I'm like, I, I don't know how you swung that. You're she like, knew <laughs> that if I wasn't going to be satisfied with the one, that it it if we're going to have this for years to come, you know, you I, it, it was it would probably be worth it. It got delivered today, and yes, there was a moment where Becky was on the couch. She had just gotten home and I turned on the TV and I think it was on like Family Guy or something. So it was very big and very bright. And I, in my defense, it was slid out from the wall a little bit as well. And I am going to have it eventually be mounted on the wall. So it's a little further back. But she had a moment where she was like, whoa (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about it but then but then like uh leia wanted to watch a little bit of frozen before she had to go to dance so we turned on frozen 2 and uh and then it's letterbox yeah again amazing and and it's like perfect for movies it's perfect Uh uh-huh and i mean yeah of course family guy is going to be a little uh, overwhelming because everything's so up close and bright so it was a it was a bad way to introduce it but i i had dish network installed today and so i i I didn't know it was on that channel otherwise (laughs) i would have opened with something more cinematic right yeah right yeah yeah like when dolby used to do the (laughs) the thx the audience is now deaf Mm -hmm. yeah so that's a fun it's a nice tv Mm. oh my god thank you sir yeah uh i've got this uh, here's a little teaser here Remember uh, a couple times ago, a couple episodes ago, we did some like BuzzFeed stuff. Oh, it was kind of fun to, yeah, yeah. to read. And that means people don't have to go on there and look at it themselves. We're going to discuss. And what do people like more than hearing two dudes talk about um, 27 horror, 27, horror. 27, <laughs> 27 <laughs> horrors, 27 horrifying facts that I really suggest you don't read. There's Cassandra. There's well, guess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to read them. We're going to read them. On a Ouija board. Right after this. There you go. We're going to be right back soon. And we're back. Oh, I missed you. I missed all of you. So what we're going to do, I'm going to read these 27 horrifying facts that I really suggest you don't read. That you don't read, but I can read. I can't read. It doesn't really make sense. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do this, and then we. I've got a few more movie trivia Ooh, things for okay. you. It's Rocket. gonna be good. And remember, you represent the audience. That's right. So you got to do them. I'm essential. You're essential. I'm essential. And I'm a monster. I represent the Lollipop Guild. Aw. Mm-hmm. And the last time you said that, it was a little bit higher pitched. Yeah. Hey, by the way, did you know? There are over 250,000 deaths a year due to medical error. On it's, Halloween? 
No, no, just in general. Just, oh, okay. just people fucking up. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm Medical to... error. Mm. Well, I'm going into surgery on Monday. How do you say error? Error. Error? Error. Error. And the error. Error. <laughs> I made an error. This one I've actually heard before. Huh. Fir trees can grow in human lungs. Ew. Right? Yikes. You might, yeah. And just in case you forgot what a fir tree looked like. How the, f- okay, like Merry fucking Christmas. It looks like a Douglas fir. Douglas. Don't know who that's named after. Uh, number three, <laughs> there's a one in three chance police will never identify your killer if you are murdered in the United States. I believe it. It says U.S., but I'm going out on a limb if, and saying if that that, that happen, means United States. If that didn't happen, we probably wouldn't have Unsolved Mysteries. Fair. On Netflix. However, some of those have been overseas. True. Mm -hmm. So that changes. Were there any good ones in the new set? I only saw one. What was it? It, The first episode of the new set was like a guy that went missing. Like, I don't know. Is it good? I was kind of in and out. He went missing by like his body showed up in a landfill. So gar- mm. garbage workers were like pushing like bulldozers and like, oh, we got something. And then they called up all the police. And I don't know where that one went, but mm. that was kind of spooky of just like a dude working. He's like, well, I think I'm done for today because now this job site's a crime scene. <laughs> it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, number four is pretty fucked up. So buckle up, buttercup. I'm buckling the Fuckland buck up. I'm. (laughs) (laughs) If the sun exploded right now, you wouldn't know about it for another eight minutes. Oh, okay. So that's comforting. No, all right. But then, um, your body would be stretched apart, and uh, it would not be great. No. So there's that. That's horrific. It says the, oh, there's more underneath the picture. Uh-oh. The energy from the explosion would be traveling at the speed of light, which means it would take eight minutes and 20 seconds to travel from the sun to the earth. Hmm. And then we'd be dead. All right. Sounds so good. let's hope that doesn't happen on anytime soon on Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how Tuesday goes. Maybe we would. Maybe Wednesday. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we would prefer that. Uh. I don't know. We will see. 20% of children report hearing voices. I believe it. Mm, I see dead people. That's scary. Having an imaginary friend may be a child's explanation for hearing these voices. Okay. My daughter, who is three, talks to two people that are not in our house, but do exist. In real life. So we're doing okay. Like, mm, yes. She's told she, me that. Like, yeah, she says she has her friend Amelia and her friend Ella. Mm-hmm. So. That's fair. So I think we're in the clear. <laughs> There's no ghosts. I'm pretty sure somebody died in this house. That's okay. Right. But I've not experienced anything paranormal mm. in my entire life, let alone in this house. By the way, this room that we're in. When we first saw it, and there was also pictures on the internet for the for the listing, taxidermied shit everywhere. Makes it's sense. F- fucking weird. Why does that make sense? Because it's the smallest room with no windows. Yeah. So yeah. why 
there's a, there's that. Well, I mean, you can't actively like look through a brick, you know, <clears throat> I suppose. and be like, what's what's in there? I suppose it's the same kind of setup. My uncle. Anyway, has, I know? thought it was fucked up, and I'm it a little concerned with is. why you are so cool with it. Number six, <laughs> Thomas Hargrove, a homicide archivist, archivist. Sure. Whatever. Archivist, archivist. Thomas Hargrove, <laughs> <laughs> homicide archivist, archivist. I did it again. Fuck. Estimates that there are over 2,000 serial killers at large right now. And they're all at Love's Truck Stop. Yeah, buddy. Local reference. Yes. Thank you for that. We are an all inclusive podcast. Number seven, there are about 40 super volcanoes around the world capable of claiming up to a billion lives and we're about 24,000 years overdue for an eruption. Mm-hmm. Q, Q Van Halen's eruption. Yeah. I wish I could. That That's definitely a copyright thing. That'll get us taken down off of YouTube. Whoopsie. And you know me. I need the views. That's right. We proved that we did it. Number eight. And feel free to elaborate on any of your thoughts on these, sir. Yeah, all right. Although we do have a lot to get through. Right. Number eight, there's a brain-eating amoeba that lives in lakes and rivers of the southern United States. The single-celled organism travels up the nose to the brain where it starts to break down the tissues. It sounds like a great start to a horror movie. Want to go swimming? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then the, the horror movie. Ones. Yeah, but then the horror movie. It would just be like everything that's happening inside. It would be like zombie. Yes, but it would be like inner space, but lame. Okay, <laughs> we'll punch it up. Have you ever seen Inner Space? Uh, that's Matthew McConaughey, right? No, no. Inner Space. That's that's uh, Interstellar. Yeah, you're talking about Interstellar. This would have been in the eighties. Nah, and <laughs> it's uh, Dennis Quaid. Mm-hmm. Who uh, America's sweetheart? I was on a flight with him. It really? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I've told you that. I thought I told you that. You haven't told me shit, bro. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. What? Yeah, I was on a flight with him. With Dennis Quaid. Yeah. So we were Mr. Frequency. Yeah. Yeah. Frequency. That was a great one. Yeah. With Jim Jim Caviezel. And then they made like a TV show out of it. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Ugh. It didn't last long. Yeah. But yeah, we were in Oregon in 2005. Yeah, and uh, my cousin was getting married in Oregon. Did you talk to him? No. This is like, I really looked at him. <laughs> like, it, it was just one of those, you know. But he knew you were looking at him, right? But It was one of those things where it was like, is that really who I think it is? You know, like. He's pretty unmistakable. Right. Right? But he's, was, got a, he's got a look. But I didn't really know him for being 14 years old. You were 14. I was like 14, 15. Okay. You know, I mean, now I would be like, yeah, I know who you are. Um, so we go and... He was in The Day After Tomorrow. That was the time it came out. That'd be a good one to watch on that new TV. Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that one was fun just because of all the different landmarks and the shit yeah. in New York. And it was the library neat. and yeah. this and that. And like, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be I, I, I was at that library. And I mean... A lot of people go to New York. Obviously, millions and millions of people have been to that library. Yeah. But it's really cool to be on those steps and look down that road right. that that fucking wave was coming down. <laughs> like any, It's just neat to see it from a movie on, 
I'm sure if you live in New York, then yeah. you see the movie, you're like, that's bullshit. Right? But, <laughs> that's what I've always wondered, too. Yeah. It's like, it's always California, New York, Chicago. Well, it's like, you know, <laughs> uh, it's not all that different from when you wanted to show me your PS4. Mm-hmm. And so you put in the Spider-Man game. Oh yeah, and you and, showed me all and, around New York. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, hold on. <laughs> and it's it's actually very accurate. Weird to like <laughs> down to the, the the streets and what the buildings look like on the street. So that had to have been somebody's job to just know what everything looks like in New York, with the exception of the Avengers or Stark mm-hmm. Tower that's yeah, yeah. there that because the that's whole fucking game. huge. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I was able to show you like that's funny I through Central that. Park. It's like oh, here's a rock formation. Like, here's here's where Serendipity Three is. <laughs> here's oh, just down the road's Dylan's Candy Shop. Yeah, God, I should pop that back in and find the Seinfeld Diner and like you it's got to be there, right? <laughs> we didn't think about that one. No, that's like a nugget. It was almost like an inconvenience when bad guys showed up because I had to fight them in order yeah. to actually continue. Looking around, You're like fine, sling. Now, a lot of the business names, obviously, those aren't there for copyright, right. but the buildings look very similar. Yeah, that was, that was fucking Spooky. cool. Spooky, because you're on a corner and you're like, hold on, that means that Rockefeller Center should be there. And yeah. it's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's the ice rink, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so my cousin got married in uh, in Oregon, uh, South Oregon, and then we kind of made a family vacation out of driving up the coast and kind of staying at different spots. And, uh, at the end of the week or whatever, um, we flew out of Portland. So we go into the Portland airport and it was really my dad that noticed him. He didn't say anything, but we were sitting down at our terminal, you know, or the gate or whatever. Yeah. And, there's the big windows where you can kind of see the airplanes, right? And then there's just a section of wall, you know, and then there's all those seats that are all connected together like an airport does, you know? And my dad's just like, I think that's, I think that's Dennis Quaid. You know, he's talking to my mom and I kind of was, I was just keeping a good look. I'm like, okay, if this is who it is, I'm just going to make sure I get all the details I can to compare it. So he's walking around on his phone and just kind of talking and my dad, I think that's Dennis Quaid. And my mom, in her head, had the wrong actor and thought Randy Quaid. <laughs> oh, that's not for the Christmas movies. No. It's like, no, no, that's, that's his brother. That's his brother. Shitter's full. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not. That's funny. So I think, okay, that's it's him. That's him. If he, and then we're watching kind of what he's doing, you know? And he's going over to the area where there's no, it's just a wall and he's facing the wall and he has like newspaper up. I don't know if he's really reading the newspaper or he's just kind of laying low. And my dad's like, if he gets called for first class, that is Dennis Quaid. Mm -hmm. First class comes up, bing. And he's like, and then of course it's so weird. Like you're a movie star, you know, and you're in first class and everyone goes through first class. So, I've never understood why you want to be seated first in first class. For everyone to come through. Because then you're on the fucking plane longer. Yeah. Why would I want that? Right. Like, what would really make first class first class? Be seated last. Not only seated last, but you have a whole separate area where you can hang out before the flight. And then they come and get you when everybody else is seated on the flight. And and that's that. 
And you know what? I've never seen swipe that fucking curtain closed. Right? But I've they never, don't really have curtains no. anymore. But. I've never seen a plane where you see in movies where it's like if you enter into the door, if you go left, that's first class, and if you go right, that's coach. You know what I'm saying? Oh yes. Instead yeah. of just going through, and you're just going, you know, I've never right. seen a plane like that. I have where it's like first class is up here, and no one. Yeah, and I have seen curtains, yeah. but it's been a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have seen curtains, but yeah. So he was in first class. And you're trucking through, and he had like a big bodyguard that was the aisle seat, and then he had like a portable DVD player because you know why bring back a in the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had the window seat, and then we were positioned. What if he was watching Frequency? That would have been crazy. I'm like, what are we on right now? <laughs> so that flight, um, I we were like maybe in coach three rows back. Yeah. So I'm like, I needed to use the bathroom. But I wasn't going to go all the way to the... Because you're not supposed to use first-class bathrooms. Ah, uh, yes. But at that time... I've I, done that. Yeah. No one gives a Fuck shit. Them. Yeah. Like, what makes this first-class? It's not any wider. It's not any, like, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. So I go up, use the bath, and then I kind of take my time coming back. And just kind of... And he was passed out with his jaw open. That's funny. And I'm just kind of like, you know, getting the details. I'm like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah... We, that flight went from Portland to Chicago. So that totally made sense. And then yeah. we got to Chicago, flew to home, Des Moines, drove home. And it wasn't, it was sometime during that week he was on fucking Oprah. Ah. And he was, he was advertising for uh, that uh, day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. That was exact, just about the time that the movie was coming out. It's like, what? And then I'm like, okay. I didn't really know. I mean, I still didn't really know him, you know, but, uh, uh, dad somehow finds Dragonheart on TV. Mm. Joe, come over here. I'm like, okay, what? He's like, that was him. That was him. And then mm-hmm. I looked at him like, that was totally fucking him. Yeah, we we were on a flight. <laughs> and your Dennis mom was co- like, that wasn't him. No. <laughs> Christmas movies. <laughs> like, She's still on no, that. <laughs> no, the other guy. There you go. That's funny. Are you ready for another Let's movie? Do it. So that's my, my Dennis friend. Quaid story i you've never fucking told me that i thought we, i did we've known each other 45 years yeah you never told me that <laughs> all right joe name this movie what the hell were you thinking did you think i wouldn't find out of course i knew you were gonna find out eventually okay but don't blame me for not telling you okay because remember you never wanted to know don't you would you pin this on me i asked you i asked you if you were living in the house and you said no if we were living two houses down from a crime scene i said no we never should have come here nobody died here okay it's not like we're sleeping where somebody was killed it's not like they had to wipe blood off the walls for the open house it didn't happen here no it, it happened in the backyard. Oh, that is so soft. God, you think that makes a difference? It, it does. No, Ellison, it doesn't. It, it does. You have done some crazy shit in the past, but this definitely takes the cake. My God, what on earth possessed you to move We've here? We've never been this broke before. That's okay, no we excuse. This place came on the market. It was a steal. Gee, I wonder why. Ah, uh, okay. Any ideas? Well, British accent. For one of them. For one of them. Uh, would you like a clue? Murder. There's a murder. It was in the backyard. Yes. Yeah. What's up? Ethan Hawke is the main guy. Uh, I don't know this, much of his shit. This movie, to me, might have arguably 
the scariest fucking soundtrack I've ever heard. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if I would have shared that with you in the past. I think this movie, it came out, came out a handful of years ago, but, and there was also something recently on like the Facebooks or the whatever, some sort of article that, uh, that I read and it said something about like scientifically based on this, that, and the other, they said that this might be the scariest movie of all time. Now, all, all of that is clearly relative, subjective to the person watching it, but they were going off of everything that's that's involved in it. All right, so and it was, a, it was a really good movie and fucking freaky. Like, there was a little bit of cheese in there, like a little bit of cheesiness, but overall, pretty solid, scary movie. Okay. Handful of years ago. So he is a writer. And he buys this house because of the history. And one of the images that it shows a lot, I believe this is the movie. I'm not trying to fuck it up here, is people hanging in the backyard. I, be- I believe this is that movie. Maybe maybe not. I forget. But anyway, yes, he, he buys the house for inspiration, almost. And then he starts experiencing shit and another thing worthy of mentioning i think he sees these images on film and in photos and stuff starts happening recent fairly Fa- recent. fairly recent uh that sounds like like a uh i'm i'm stunned i don't really follow him like i know he's in good movies but i don't really ah uh, I really hope that this doesn't get us pulled, but I'm going to, if, if, if for some reason this gets pulled from YouTube, I will just remove this audio clip, but look up, it came out in 2012. Okay. Look up Sinister. Anybody that's listening or watching Sinister Portrait of Mr. Boogie. Ah. B-O-O-G-I-E. This, don't listen to this at night. It's fucked up. (laughs) Just take my word for it, okay? Close your eyes. It's a good white noise machine. Just close your eyes. Imagine some scary shit. Here it comes. like dared myself to listen to this at night it does not end well it seems kind of soothing I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) well like you know
That part, not so much. So yes, the movie is Sinister, 2012. There's the, um, here we go. It's the image. That's right, that's right, yeah. Did you see it? Um, I'm not sure. It kind of, I don't know, it's kind of in my mind, if some for some reason I'd like piece it together with like Conjuring and like, you know. Same time. Yeah. Same time frame. So I think I missed out on that one. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean to spoil it. No, like, you said, "Hey, anyone Google this one for?" I'm like, "Whatever, that's fine." <laughs> <laughs> well, it uh, gave people a yeah. fair amount of time to figure it out. All right, I've got another one for you. Another movie. This one's a little bit louder, so I got to be careful with it. And here we go. By conducting experiments on the mind. At least that's my guess. And you think that's going on here? Like I said, no one would talk, right? Until I found somebody who used to be a patient here. Guy's name is George Noyce. Nice college kid. Socialist. He gets offered some money to do a psych study. Guess what they were testing? Toothpaste. So he starts seeing dragons everywhere. He almost beats his professor to death. Ends up here in Ashcliff. Ward C. They release him after one year, right? What does he do? Two weeks on the mainland, he walks into a bar, stabs three men to death. His lawyer pleads insanity, but noise, noise. He stands up in the courtroom and he, he begs the judge for the electric chair anywhere but a mental hospital. Judge gives him life and dead in prison. And you found him? Yeah, I found him. Well, he's, he's a mess. But it's pretty clear from what he tells me. They're experimenting on people here. Mm. What do you got? Break it down. They're experimenting. This came out in around 2012, maybe? Mm, maybe. maybe uh, probably before. Probably before 2012. Okay. Let's see. Okay. I will. I'll find out. I'm going to get the official. Because in my in my video, it's it's not there. It doesn't show me there. So do you recognize any of the voices? They're kind of scratchy. One mm-hmm. kind of has an accent. Mm-hmm. 2010. Oh, 2010. Okay. Yep. Oh. Um, oh. No. Is it? Is it coming? 2010. Is it Shutter Island? No. It is Shutter oh Island. God. Directed by Martin Scorsese. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> there mm-hmm. we go. Based on Dennis Lehane's 2003 novel of the same name. I read that. Leonardo DiCaprio. One of the few. And Mark Ruffalo. One of the few books I fucking read. Nice. Did you enjoy it? It was, yeah. The movie was pretty darn close. Yeah. So, yeah. Then I'm like, wait a minute. And then I heard experimenting. And I'm like, hold on. Um, Because the first movie that came to mind was that one. uh, Shit. It's the guy that played the new updated Professor X. Mm Mm-hmm. And he goes into a mental. Oh, yes. Drinks the fucking water. Uh, 
Yes, yes. That. The fuck is his name? He was in Split, yeah. right? Yeah. The hell is his James uh, McAvoy? That's it, yeah. Is that him? Yep. Okay. So that was the first movie that came to mind because they were like, it was just fucking with you. And you're, yeah. And then I was like, hold on, 2010, what is, okay. That was a solid movie. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. And now, to fuck with your head even more, Joe. Oh, boy. Number nine, sudden arrhythmic death syndrome is a condition where someone seemingly healthy dies with no apparent cause of death. Weird. Just done, man. All right. (laughs) They say, don't rule out the sun exploding. Okay. So there's that. Oh, that's a uh, that was a weird sound. Yeah, it's my stomach. You are on a microphone. <laughs> I guess I tried to like turn. There's no cough button. Turning Japanese, I think I'm turning. How long have we been going? I don't know. Nice. I like it. Twenty four. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Oh, hey, guess what? Chicken blood. If you want to feel good, yes. you should know about one in 50 people in the United States currently have a brain aneurysm that just hasn't ruptured. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> and and a brain aneurysm ruptures about once every 18 minutes. I guess that means across the world. But you only have eight minutes to know that the sun's exploding. That's true. So then you're like, I don't have to worry about well, my none of this makes sense. Yeah, none of this matters. It's fine. <laughs> there are over 200 dead bodies on top of Mount Everest because retrieving them is such a risk. They serve as markers for other hikers. They do, and it's freaky. I've seen a couple documentaries of that. Have you? Did they show them? They did. And they like they somehow knew. And they're just frozen. They're just frozen. So you'll see like a bright coat. Or something, and uh, yeah, it's fucking weird. Why would you do that? What hike Everest? Hike? Uh, why would you? Why would you risk it? It's a badge of honor. Why? Who gives a shit? <laughs> I, I would love to. Let's get someone on the podcast that's climbed Everest, right? Well, the, it was a. I want. I want to know what your what what's it doing for you? Right. It's those extremists that like they need to overcome. I suppose that, it, you know. it's not that different from these. People that end up dying, scaling, like walking the edges of like a tall free, skyscraper, yeah. free, free solo. solo. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Like, um, but yeah, they showed, I mean, it wasn't grotesque or anything. It was just like stiff. It was like a mannequin. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they had nicknames for them. And, and somehow they had nicknames they, for them. That was, that's what it was said. They have nicknames for them because <laughs> like the way that they're positioned gives you a landmark. And they're like, oh, okay. This oh, it is- didn't say that in here. Oh. It says they 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 serve as markers for other hikers. But they nickname the markers. But yeah, uh, so the way that they're positioned I didn't know that. or something. And then uh, they somehow know because, like, oh, this person died in 89. We know that much. And they don't really know mm-hmm. who it is, but somehow they know the year that they showed up. Mm-hmm. But there are some when like it gets higher and a little bit higher that like it's just a pile of bodies. It's yeah. just like. Again, it's not grotesque, but it's just in your mind of like, oh, you're camping next right. to that. Yeah. You know, that's fucked up. Yeah. That's, I don't, yeah. You got, what was it? There was a good documentary. I don't know what it was, but they said like real hikers or real mountain climbers are crazy. It was like, yeah, they are, but they, they said like it's not what it used to be climbing Everest. You know, it like to, it's easier. It used to be like you started from the bottom and you fucking went up top. And now oh. there's like, different levels where you can like bypass and like pay extra to kind of get halfway up the mountain 
and then climb Everest. Uh, so it's like for rich people to say they climbed Everest, even though they didn't. So, you know what I'm saying? So they are the definition of a bitch. Or a fast pass for Everest. <laughs> like, <laughs> Disney fast pass. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, this is something that I've always known and I love telling people. When you die, your cat is going to want to eat you. Well, they're always licking your fucking ear and like mm-hmm. Sophia will do that. Our our oldest cat in the house, she's always done that. Like that if she like starts licking your hand or like she's she's got a weird obsession with feet. I I've never understood it. It's a, a weird cat fetish. I guess. It's weird. the only but, cat I know. Right. It's like, super weird. <laughs> but she will if you let her continue to lick wherever it is that she is licking, she will start to bite you. And I'm like, you want to fucking eat me, like, don't oh, you? Probably. Well, Gross. joke's on her. I'm going to outlive her. But would they still want to eat you if they still had a food source? Because I can imagine. She's, you've seen her. Well, she yeah. She eats plenty of food. So someone who lives alone, they might die, which means they're not filling up the food source for the cat, which means uh. the cat might be, resor- you know. Yeah. So if you had a friend that still fed the cat but left your body there, would the cat still want to eat you versus eating food? Ooh. Yeah. It's worth an experiment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, anyway, for all of you fellow travelers out there, we, we I skipped a few. Uh, one, two, skip a few. My kids do that for me. Exactly. <laughs> Number 23, the air you breathe in a train station is 15% human skin. It's great for COVID. These <laughs> oh. gross what the fuck if you think are you outside or underground well, or this, i don't know what's a train That's, station well yeah outside would be different right it would have to be it's, if you think leaving a train station will save you from inhaling skin just know that about 80 percent of the floating specks you see in a sunbeam are also skin like in your house i suppose that makes sense That's it's fucked up too well, speaking of skin you'll shed about 40 pounds of it in your lifetime. Okay. <laughs> like, checks out. All right. All right. Yeah. I just All pictured right. like a thing of, uh, you know, instant potato flavors. True, true. <laughs> Cockroaches have been recorded eating human flesh, both living and dead, mm-hmm. as well as fingernails, eyelashes, feet, and hands. Makes sense. Yeah, those guys are dicks. Gross. Men in black. All right, we're gonna we're gonna sprinkle another one of these movies in sprinkles, mm, sprinkles. more sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. All right, I feel like okay. Here we go. Are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Did it start? Oh yeah, it did start. I need to I need to do a thing. Here we go. I need a producer. Is what I need. Mm-hmm. And go. Lord, so young, so pretty. Oh, what monster could have done this? Bill's out there. Oh, God, this place. Steve should never have opened this place again. There's been too much trouble here. Did you know that a young boy drowned the year before those two others were killed? The counselors weren't paying any attention. They were making love while that young boy drowned. (laughs) His name was Jason. There you go. Friday the 13th. There it is. I was working the day that Bill died. 
that it happened. Preparing meals. Here. I was the cook. Jason Sherman. Watched! Every minute. He was... He wasn't a very good swimmer. We can go now, dear. That bitch is crazy. Yes. Crazy with a capital K. That's right. It's weird. Do I got another one in here? I might. Let's see here. I do have okay. another one oh in boy. here. Thank goodness. I've been doing Thank all right goodness. on this. No, no, no. You've been doing well. Uh, I knew that there was going to be some stuff mixed in there that would kind of give it away. But this one, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We'll see how this one turns out. But I'm excited. This is our last movie clip. All right. For all the marbles, okay. all the tamales, all of the, uh, the, the what are they, uh, um, what am I thinking of? Um, it's a thing that the you take, ugh, I ruined it. All of the, all of the scraped grapes that you put your hand in that's supposed to feel like eyeballs, that's what it's for. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. I thought last year's Christmas was bad. Yeah, what was wrong with last year's Christmas? Well, let's see. Everything? Well, I thought last year was great. I think I know we it. took the interstate. Oh, is it? I was talking about Not yet. Christmas dinners. Lord. And what's wrong with my family's Christmas dinners? Your family. Your mother always felt you deserved more than a used car salesman. Yes. Well, now that salesman has become a respected sales manager. So I'm sorry, baby, but screw your mother. Anything else? Yeah. Your goddamn brother's a freak, too. He jerks off the gun magazines. You know, that is disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting, and that's not fair. Mikey has had a lot of hard times. Oh, poor little Mikey, poor little Mikey. Why do I have to suffer every time I talk to the son of a bitch? You just are so sensitive. I know it's Christmas, Laura. I know it's the season of giving, but I just don't give a shit right now about any of that, all right? I just want to get off this goddamn road. okay honey <laughs> shit you thought you had it i thought i had it what but, was it but then the vulgar no i could be totally wrong all right because i was thinking gremlins no but then i heard jacking off to yum, gun magazines yum. Gizmo. yeah what the fuck okay so they're in a car yes and they're talking about christmas so yes it's like a like what the fuck is horror Christmas crossover? Gizmo, Gaga. Howie Mandel, everybody. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Bobby's world. Um, because okay. Ruff, ruff. <laughs> nah, I'm just doing gremlin shit now. I have no idea. Like a couple. Yeah. Talking about ah Christmas and you and then. All right, I'm going to give it to you. And this is a hard one for those who haven't seen it. But this is probably, maybe not rightfully so, but one of the highest rated worst movies. Oh, shit. There it is. There it is. What is it? I don't, I know it, but it, okay. Open Road, right? Dead or, End. Dead End or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, God, that's right. 
<laughs> we're on the road. Where are we? We're on, you guys got to watch that. It's like, uh, make watch it while you make a drinking game out of it. Oh For God. real. We're on the road. For real. I think they used one road in the entire filming of that. Yep. And they just and it was like kept, a mile stretch or something. Kept going back and forth, and they just oh my god. Two thousand three is when that came out. Christmas Eve, on his way to his in laws with his family, Frank Harrington decides to try a shortcut for the first time in twenty years. It turns out to be the biggest mistake of his life. That's right. Ray Wise is Frank Harrington. Mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> it's the biggest name they can get. Oh, I love it so much. The writing alone is like, what? There, It's almost like it's a, it's a joke that most of the people are in on that they would go online and give this movie the most glowing review that a movie has ever gotten. And then there's like 30% of people that are also reviewing it and saying, I don't know what the fuck these people are talking about. This is the worst movie I've seen in my entire oh, life. That was great. That was a great movie. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really have a need to watch it for another... Ten many years. many years maybe <laughs> maybe maybe someday when when my kids are older <laughs> we can watch there's some pretty pretty raunchy stuff in there at, yeah. at points but it i it was funny i'll give it that oh my god go see it folks mm. dead end all right to conclude our halloween episode <laughs> ah, there it was i knew some creepy shit was gonna happen Number 27, one, two, skip a few, 27. Here we go. Finally, the dead outnumber the living 15 to one. There's 15 dead people to one person. Yeah. I think for me, there might be 16. But it's only going to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. You know? Remember that thing I brought up to you about Facebook? What about? That eventually it's going to be essentially a a memorial site. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so many people that would have been on Facebook, there will be more dead people on Facebook with profiles Mm -hmm. than there will be people (laughs) that are alive. Because there's plenty of people that are sharing their Facebook memories. Oh, if you were still with us. Right, well, like, uh, assuming that Facebook even makes it, you know, maybe it'll... It's going to take it longer, but maybe it will suffer the same fate as MySpace or whatever. I think that we are going to cycle through when people are going to be done with social media at some point. And it's going to be, I don't know, it'll probably start with the elites. I mean, it kind of already is that they don't want to be on social media in a way that they're actually interacting with people. You know, they keep themselves separate from that informational right concert this date nay but yeah eventually it's just gonna be everybody's dead (laughs) and nobody's and that's it's just all gonna sit there and you talk about people that are born 50 years from now they're not gonna get on facebook it's just gonna because now the kiddos are gonna go away they're on tiktok or some new oh it'll be it'll be something complete thing we're gonna be in some ready player one yeah fucking territory yeah i gotta at the time yeah 
Yeah. The book? I got to finish the book. I've got the audio book, yeah. if that helps you. Speed it up. <laughs> it would, though. <laughs> I mean, think about how often you listen to podcasts and right? all that. Yeah. Uh, I am a little past halfway, but Ready Player Two is coming out in November. Yeah. And I have no idea where the fuck it's going to go. Ernest Klein? Yeah. And then Armada. I have Armada sitting around. You know, I don't so know that one. That's his other kind of science fiction-y mm. side book off of Ready Player One. Okay. Yeah. His side piece. Still Ernie Klein. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Ernie piece. Klein. That's what yeah. he likes it when I call him Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope everyone enjoyed our Halloween episode. Yes. Went all over the place. Hopefully. It yeah, it was. Go get scared. I heard from some people uh, that they said in passing, sometimes you guys, this is them talking, sometimes you guys talk about movies and then you get too far into it and then i have to check out and i said that's understandable yeah and then check back in just let you check back in <laughs> just fat anytime yeah. that happens just click ahead 30 seconds it sounds like it's a fine problem because <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking loving it yeah. <laughs> happy halloween everyone we will talk to you soon bye-bye Bye.